The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Feeling Alive podcast. Back with me again from wherever you are in the world. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy day, whether you're on a commute or it was at the end of your day, your time is precious and I appreciate you giving me your time and tuning into this podcast. Look, the value that I can give you today is probably something that is very freshly added in my life. So I've been on a spiritual journey for quite a while now um, and my own awakening led me to realizing I wanted to go down a very spiritual path and I was like missing out on all this, you know, wonderful stuff about this metaphysical universe and I have been through so many different phases on my spiritual journey, let me tell you. Um, for a portion of it, for a big portion of it, I was also vegan and that comes with its own, you know, um, interesting perspectives on life as well. So... Today I'm talking about, as you can see by the title, that there is no us and them on this spiritual path. There is no do this and don't do that on this spiritual path. And this is one thing that I've come to realize most recently. Now, uh, one thing I want you to know is that I don't want you to put me on a pedestal. I don't want you to say, this is the guy that has all the answers. I have definitely not got all the answers. One thing is for sure, no one has all the answers. We're still figuring this out. Like life, we're still figuring life out. No one's been, I'm 31. No, I have never been 31 before. I've been 30, 29, 28, 27. And I've had a certain amount of experiences in those 31 years. And that's all that I can share from. Now, my experiences and my perspective might help someone who is 40s, 50s. You might be listening to this in your 40s, 50s, 60s. Everyone has their own unique experience, their own divine purpose, their own soul mission that allows them to do certain things. But one thing is for sure, there are people out there that tend to have all the answers and they try and sell you all the answers and they try and say that this is the best way to do it. This is the only way to do it. I don't want, I don't, I'm not going to do that. This podcast is not about that. And so all the perspectives that I'm sharing right now are all from my own very limited experience. But in saying that, it's helped me transform hugely. It's helped me live a very balanced and uh, a a very balanced and nourishing human experience. And I think that's what you're after. After all, this is the name of the podcast, Feeling Alive. Feeling Alive started with the premise of how can I help people feel alive from within? Because, it, because at that very first moment when I started the podcast in October 2019, I was going through a stage where I was feeling so alive. I was learning so much about being, um, living in a new way. I have just shifted, I just, you know, gone through my, I was going through my awakening um, prior to that, a year before that, and maybe two years, I think 2017, it really started 
start of 2017 it really started and uh but then by the you know the point that i'd gone through all these workshops and courses up until 2019 where i was at bali i just moved to bali and i just started this amazing new chapter in my life where i was living overseas in bali with my girlfriend danielle at the time and we were co-facilitating at this retreat helping out at this retreat and we were around really cool people i was like man you know what this is incredible um and i think at the time the reason i did start the podcast was because um it was a great way for me to meet people but also to to learn from other people but also then to share what i was learning i was like i want to learn and then help others learn along the way and now here we are. I'm not interviewing anyone else anymore. I'm doing. I'm sharing my own perspectives. That's because my own journey has evolved that much now, where I just prefer to share my perspectives of what I've learned over after going through such a deep dive over the last couple of years. And now today, it's very much about what I've learned over those year, those many years on my spiritual journey, and how I view spirituality in my everyday human life. Now. One one of the um, main reasons you might be listening is because spirituality is a big part of your life. Uh, whether that's, you know, you're still one of the, the, the closet spiritual junkies, which I still don't know why we're like, we, we're still so scared to be spiritual. After all, half of America believe in, in you know, Christianity, and, which is like, I don't know if it's half, but it's a huge population of America that believes in Christianity, which is the unseen, which is angels, which is all the same stuff we're talking about in spirituality, but they just call it religion. It's the same stuff. So we don't need to hide in the cupboard anymore, guys. Like there's a big portion of people that can actually benefit from you just living in your in your in your center, in your most authentic self. So if you believe in spirituality, if you're wanting to expand yourself into that like spiritual um, outlook in life or learning more about spiritual philosophy and practices and ideologies or whatever it is, I say go do it. Go get into it. Go expand yourself. But don't sit on the spiritual high horse. Don't be like us and them. Ooh, that's, that's a big one. That's where I got really stuck for a long time. In fact, the reason I moved to Bali was a big part of it was to be around, quote unquote, my people. That's right. The spiritual people were my people. So the people that weren't spiritual were not my people. I know. And I'm sorry. But that's just my phase that I was going through where I was better than everyone who wasn't spiritual, who wasn't awake, who didn't see the world in the conscious way, who didn't care about the planet. What I've come to realize is that every single person, regardless of their spiritual perspective, is spiritual. Because spirituality is a matter of the unseen energies. It's all about the divine matrix. You and I are just nothing other than a collective mass of energy vibrating at a particular frequency. And that doesn't mean because I vibrate at a higher frequency or because my views make me see the world, my frequency is better than your frequency. It doesn't matter. Because... Life is one big earth school. We come down here and there's one way, whether, we act, whether it actually is an earth school or not, that's another argument. I'm not going to say definitives here with the metaphysical realm because even what I say I know, I still know so little. Because this universe is like, you think about 
Oh, there's so much. Jesus. Okay. We know so little. So I'm never going to say that this is, you know, before, because it's easy, for, and this is what I believe. We come down here, we're here to learn. This is earth school. Whether or not there is actually a sign up there in the other realms where, you know, the astral realms, the other dimensions, before, you know, where the spirit world is, that says earth school is a big sign and a doorway saying go down there and then all of a sudden we walk through the doorway and we're in a, we're slammed into a womb and here, here begins our human life. I don't actually know if any of that exists, but this is the way I see earth. Why does this matter? Because it's the mentality, it's the mindset that having, uh, this, this has, that this gives you, this perspective gives you when you start to see the world this way. That if we can find meaning or find learnings in something, we're here to grow. That's really what we're here to do. We're here to evolve and grow. And me speaking to you right now is an evolution of myself many times over. I'm the most expanded in my own consciousness that I've ever been. Earth school is the way I see it. The reason I see it this way is because it gives me meaning in life. When we go through, when I go through suffering, when I go through challenges, finding a lesson makes it meaningful to me. When I find meaning and when I find a reason why that's come into my life, then all of a sudden I'm able to see the challenge differently. So now when I look at the people who have the low vibes, people who aren't spiritual, and then if I find meaning to them, then I'm, and I'm going to learn something from that experience, and then I'm going to grow, which means my consciousness grows and expands, well, then that person gave me a spiritual experience. Whenever you learn from an experience in your life, You've just engaged in personal growth. When we have personal growth, we evolve. When we evolve, we become what's called wise, what's called knowledgeable, what's called experienced. And eventually, we don't do the same things over and over and over again. And whether you call yourself spiritual or not, you've just grown, you've just evolved. And you're going to start to see situations and experiences differently because of what you've already gone through and the lessons that you've learned. So now all the things that have contributed to your lessons have helped you grow, helped you evolve, have helped you uh, expand your spiritual consciousness. Your consciousness, don't even need to throw the word spiritual in there, just expand your consciousness. And now you continue on. So Larry, Sam, Baz, all down the street that are not high vibe, drinking, you know, voting for the wrong political party and all about, you know, vaccines and non-vaccines and hating people that are getting COVID and not quarantining properly and blah, blah. All those people that are out there causing chaos in your life, they're all coming to serve you with a lesson. They're all coming to give you something to help you grow. Now that's one aspect of this, everything is spiritual. There's so many spiritual people that have a huge ego. I've been in so many different communities and I've been a part of so many different, and I've been that person in those communities 
where I thought I was better than everyone because of my beliefs, my outlook. You've just put on a different mask. If you're saying, I'm, more, I'm spiritual, so I'm better than them. Um, they are not woke yet. They're still ruining the planet. They're not conscious about what they're doing in life. They're doing this, this, and this. Then you're no better than they are. Sorry, guys. You're no better than they are. When we think about the story of Jesus, now, for myself, I didn't grow up religious. Far from it. Um, didn't really go to any religious school. Didn't even really talk much about Jesus or I never really said the word God growing up at all. I think I went to maybe one church my whole life. Two maybe, max. Then as I had my spiritual journey, I started to learn through other people about Jesus and started to be curious. I just had an open mind and I liked to ask questions. And I remember sitting in a church in Mexico, actually, um, when I was traveling through there with my ex-girlfriend, Haley, and my best mate, Blair. And they were both raised, uh, brought up through schools that were either Christian or Catholic. And I can't remember exactly which ones they were, but they were raised in religious schools. And so they were taught, you know, how to do all the things at church and going to church, Bible school, all that. And I was quizzing them because I was like, wait, tell me the story of Jesus. Tell me why, what's Easter? What's Christmas? What's this? Why do we have to come to church on a Sunday? Blah, blah, blah. I was so baffled as to why we would be living in this paradigm where there were so many rules about this, you know, finding God. And so I ended up just going on my own path and realizing that Jesus, and I had actually a lot of psychic readings where Jesus would come through. And to this day, I'm looking, you know, that's from about 25 onwards. And then my 30th birthday, I got myself a ring with a Jesus imprint. And because I got to learn the real story of Jesus, and you'll see what this, you know, why I'm talking about this in a second. I really got to learn about the character of Jesus and what he stood for outside of the dogma of the church of do this, repent and bloody, you know, don't crazy stuff, right? Crazy stuff. And, my, and here I am thinking, going down the spiritual path, thinking I'm crazy. I'm seeing some people out there talking some absolute hogwash. And again, for a reason, for a reason, because it's driving us somewhere. So we've got a, we've got, you know, whether it's a really dogmatic and strict church or religious group, they're driving us away from that by showing us what not to do or what we don't like just by what our desires are and, you know, whether we're opposed to it or we're engaged in it. If we're opposed to it, then we're going to go seek something else. So the beauty in that moment is that they're actually supporting you to find what is right for you by pushing you away. This is a really powerful understanding when you can start to see it this way that actually oh that's why that happened that's why see there's another there's always another way to see it so when i actually started to be a little bit like put off by all this stuff that i was learning about the churches about jesus about god i was found i found myself starting to do honest research myself starting to read stuff learn about him, watch YouTube channels and looking at, you know, who the different people were that were creating these videos and these posts and like thinking about what, what are their values. And then I found some amazing books as well. And so I started to really understand 
what, and I started to really resonate with what Jesus was doing. It was all about love, acceptance, and forgiveness. And there was no segregation. It didn't matter whether you were the prostitute or whether you were the Pharisee. He accepted you. He forgave you. And he said, you've just forgotten. You've just forgotten who you really are. And that really, really sticks. It really resonates with the path that I'm on right now and the way I see the world. Is even now, with everything that's happening in the world, our consciousness is still the same as it was when Hitler was trying to take over the world, when Martin Luther King was removing slavery and racism, racism, and when you know um, Abraham Lincoln was tearing down ra- slavery in the South. Our consciousness is still segregating. We know that now. We can see that now through COVID. COVID and the vaccinations and the unvaccinated versus the vaccinated. Um, we're starting to see that there's this segregation around, among people that, well, you're vaxxed and you're unvaxxed, and then all of a sudden, well, I don't love you because you're this. And there's people, I'm hearing stories of family members disowning other family members who choose not to get the vaccine. People who do not are uncomfortable hugging other people because they do not have the vaccine. Our consciousness is still segregated. But we must realize whether you're on one side or the other, they're not better. Because that's the problem. That's what's driving us apart is because one way always thinks they're better. Both sides have a reason to be there. Both sides have a perspective. Both sides have a feeling. Both sides are pushing towards something greater. Not whether it's going to be one or the other, but this ruckus that it is creating because of this opposed views is moving us towards a peaceful, harmonious path. But everyone plays a role. Donald Trump plays a role. The, the activists, the human rights activists, they all play a role. The politicians, they all play a role. They're all a part of our spiritual journey. Because without them, we wouldn't learn about what we're meant to be doing here. We wouldn't learn how we're actually meant to be acting. If Hitler didn't come in and do what he did, I'm not saying what he did was right, it just happened, it just did happen, so we have to take some lessons from it. If Hitler didn't come down and do what we did, we wouldn't have learned from what's right, what's wrong in that situation, what we can do better next time. That, you know, we can look for the warning signs in this happening in another country or do this happening again. How do we stop this from happening? And unfortunately, this is just the way the world is. I can't say, like, we can just click our fingers and create a different world right now and where we wouldn't have to experience suffering But that comes back to this is just an earth school. And if you found yourself here, you're lucky enough to be learning here. What we do not know is the greatness that these lessons does for our evolution on a spiritual plane, for our soul's journey. What this does for, and I don't even know, but I know enough for me to want to learn as much as I can about myself and how I can be in my heart. And one way that I know helps me be in my heart and see through the eyes of the divine 
is to start to see everyone as a big part of the picture. Not being less than, not being worse, not hurting us, not harming us, but helping us find us as a collective. And there's no, this is a sort of second phase that I want to talk about. Moving to the second phase is this feeling that we get when we do, when we started a spiritual journey and we get guilty or we feel bad because we are not on doing the right things every day to help us on our spiritual evolution, like meditating or like, oh my God, I had a drink and I shouldn't have, or I stayed up too late watching really shitty TV or I'm complaining and I'm, you know, projecting and bitching about this person. And we catch ourselves eventually and we're like, oh, I feel so bad. I'm not my spiritual, I'm not my spiritual righteousness. I'm not in my high almighty spiritual self right now. It's all part of the game. When you have that moment, when you have a drink, it's not about whether you had the drink or didn't have the drink, or whether your vibration's higher without having the drink, or whether your vibration's low now because you had the drink. It's about learning what the drink gives you. If the drink gives you heart-based feelings, if it gives you excitement because you're catching up with your most dear beloved friends, then that, my friend, is what this world needs. It needs those emotions of joy, of excitement, of love and of appreciation when you're hanging out with your friends having a drink that energy is what fuels us. On the other case, if you're drinking and you're absolutely blind, rotten, drunk and you're hurting people and you're harming people and for people that aren't even on a spiritual journey, well, I can't say that that's wrong because I've done that. And here I am. Here I am. I was the one that got drunk, got super high on drugs did all the bad things when you you know when you're in those states but here i am more evolved than i've ever been because of those experiences and if you are on a spiritual journey and you decide to you know what i'm going to have a couple drinks tonight and you slip up and you have way too many and you push your limit and you go down an old pattern well guess what tomorrow's a new day and your consciousness has never been this far before in its own evolution. So you're going to take the most amazing lessons out of it because of where you are today. You're going to learn from that experience like you've never learned of something before. So you can't hate something that's going to teach you. You just did it. It just is. It just happened. So be it. Let it go. Let it go. The same thing where... I had an experience recently, it was actually just the other day, where I've started playing golf again. Now, I used to play a lot of golf in Australia and came back, sort of went through my, you know, traveling journey and then went through my spiritual journey and then realized, you know what, golf's not spiritual. (laughs) Golf isn't spiritual. So it looks like I will be quitting that one. More into that again. And then as as I have evolved particularly deeply over the last 12 months, I've started to wake up to what's really important in life. And we're not here to primarily live a human experience. We're here to live a human life with a spiritual awareness. 
just an awareness. It doesn't, you know, there's practices that get us into our heart, that help us heal, that help us find joy and fulfillment, that help us find balance, that get us out of our overthinking mind. There are many practices like sound healing, like meditation, like um, earthing, ocean swims, nature hikes, all the things. Some are spiritual, some aren't spiritual, but they bring you back into balance. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter whether you do 108 chants on a full moon. If that works for you and that helps, that's okay. But if you don't do it, it doesn't mean you're not spiritual. And more importantly, if you don't know how to do it, it doesn't mean you're not spiritual. It's not about the spiritual practices. It's not about whether you drink or don't drink. It's not about whether you're vegan or not vegan. It's about whether you are able to live your human life with love, with acceptance, and with forgiveness of yourself and others and live with a spiritual awareness of this world to remember, just to remember who you are. To think you are such a small little human on this huge big rock which is such a tiny ball in a huge universe. That's right. Think about where we are right now. Floating on this little planet in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. And it's not like you go out there on a plane and, or a spaceship and hit the wall as you get to the outer edges of the universe. That doesn't happen, at least that we know of. Wow. Think about that. Think about that. Where are you now? You see? You see? We're down here in the middle of nowhere. The only thing that is important for you to do right now is to remember where you are, who you are, and what you're a part of. It does not matter whether you've done the spiritual stuff, whether you wear the conscious clothing, whether you don't drink, do drink, vegan, not vegan. Just live with the most love in your heart as possible. Accept that everyone else around you is all part of the plan. Whether they're doing the right hashtag, quote, right or wrong, unquote, thing, it doesn't matter. They're all part of the plan, so accept them because they're driving us somewhere. They're driving us to evolve, to grow, to learn. And if you can forgive those who have harmed you and for the things that you've done in your past that you're not proud of and just accept that there are lessons there and that all one needs to do is to figure out what is it that they can learn from this moment and how can they learn more about themselves and who they are and express that. Express that authentic version of themselves. Not the version of their parents or the version of their friends, their social group, but their most authentic version because that's where you will find you light up the most when you talk from your heart and you're not afraid to do it. That is potent, my friends. That is life. To feel alive is when you're actually expressing the life within you, the thing that 
brings so much joy and excitement into your body. And learn from all of it. The good and the bad. And whatever's happening in your life, don't worry about the guilt. Just focus on the lesson. Learn the lesson and trust that the divine, the universe, God, creator, source, loves and accepts all of you and all of your actions. And everything is a part of the plan. Everyone is just helping you find you. It doesn't matter whether you're spiritual or not spiritual, whether you're in the spiritual closet or out of the spiritual closet, whether you wear the spiritual clothes or not the spiritual clothes, whether you do the spiritual bloody mantras or not, it does not matter. Just love yourself and love others. Live with that love in your heart and express it. That's all from me today. Hey, I'm glad that you made it this far and listened in and tuned in. You might want to listen to that a couple more times. It was pretty potent. I could feel the energy of it myself just sort of getting really excited about this episode and just sharing it. It's been a hot topic um, in my life right now and it's a lesson that I have fully embodied and I'm willing to share. And um, I'll be sharing more of this with my new newsletter, monthly newsletter that's coming out on every new moon of each month. Um, August 8th will be the next one, so two days time from this recording. I'm not recording this on the 6th. And if those of you want to sign up to my newsletter, it's going to come out monthly now. It's going to have a heap of jam-packed wisdom in there just to help you guys on your path to feeling alive, to expressing your most authentic self. Guys, you've done absolutely the best you can with what you've got up until now. Keep learning. Keep loving yourself. Keep the peace. Much love, everyone. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro. 